Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the second edition of the uh, Nick Dobson podcast. I am your host, Nick Dobson. Um, got a lot of topics that I want to talk about today, so let's dive into it. Uh, next weekend is WrestleMania. It's going to be filmed in the WWE Performance Center. Um, and I want to give a quick preview uh, predictions, what I want to see happen, what I think will happen. And um, let me get to the matches. Hope you all enjoying your Sunday afternoon um, or Sunday morning. Well, by the time you listen, some of you listen to it, it will be Sunday afternoon. So it's rainy, it's crappy. Hold on. Let me put my headphones on. It's raining. It's um absolutely not a nice day. Um but gonna hop on the treadmill here after this podcast. Gonna do a couple of treadmills with this and but anyways, so the ta- it's gonna be filmed over two nights and the take on it's too big for just one night, so anyways. Here are the matches. Here's what I think is going to happen. Here's what I want to see happen. First match I'm going to talk about is Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. I think McIntyre should go over. I think it's his time. And I think they'll put the belt on McIntyre. I really do. Um, Brock is really good at putting people over. Um, he's really good at shelling. Next match, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. I want to see Rhea win. For the NXT Women's Champ Championship, I want to see Rhea win. I think Rhea's going to win. Charlotte doesn't need an NFL belt again for a while. They can wait till SummerSlam to put her in the match for a title. She's been there. She's She doesn't need to be shoved down our throats. So in my mind, she should take the L. Um, the Universal Championship, Goldberg against... Goldberg against, um, it's just here, Woman Reigns, but Woman Reigns backed out because of COVID-19, which is small because he has leukemia. So that's smart of him that he backed out. Um, so instead of Woman Reigns, it's going to be, um, it's going to be, um, Braun Strowman, and Strowman needs to go over. I'm going to get on a rant here. So. The old Bogue does not need to be champion. He never should have beat the Fiend. It was a bunch of bull hockey that he did. Old Bogue, you're 50 years old. What they should have done is had the Fiend beat old Bogue. And win the, t- and win the title. Or keep the title. And then have John Cena win the Elimination Chamber match and now to set up scene of chasing number 50 uh, 15 just 15th title win against um Bray Wyatt and you don't need to you you screw you have screwed Bray Wyatt multiple times you screw him in, you screwed him in 2000 2014, you screwed him again in 2015, and you screwed him again in 2017. And now you have a guy like Goldberg, 
who I honestly don't think he cares about the business. I think he's just happy he's making money. And I don't think he should be champion. I think it's a bunch of bullcrap that he was champion. Um, the, the, the reason why, here's WWE's reason why they put the title on Goldberg. Because they want Roman Reigns to be the championship. To be the champion. And I have nothing wrong with Roman Reigns. I don't. So they didn't want all kinds of fans to boo Roman Reigns when he beat The Fiend at WrestleMania. That's why they put the title on Goldberg. Goldberg does not need to be wrestling. He, he Nice guy. Don't get me wrong, a nice guy I hear outside of the business. But he shouldn't be in the god dang business anymore. He's got three moves. Brock Lesnar can sell way better than Old Ball can. I'm just sorry. So, Braun Strowman should beat Old Ball. Next match, Bain, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Um, I want to see Shayna win. Um, it's whole time. Becky's going to take a break, so put the boat on somebody new and let her win with it. John Cena versus The Fiend. Bray Wyatt. Let's have Bray Wyatt win. John Cena, you need to do the job with Bray Wyatt. Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks versus Tamina. What I think is going to happen, I think Sasha, Sasha Banks is going to win. I want to see I want to see Lacey Evans win. Because I'm not a fan of Bailey or Sasha Banks. I mean... I'm I'm just. When was the last time besides Ronda? Don't and don't tell me Ronda Rousey, because she doesn't count. When was the last time somebody besides the four horsemen, horsewomen, have held the championship? Let's do something new. Let's have Lacey Evans and Shayna Baszler have the title. Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a boneyard match. Um. Being an Undertaker fan, I want to see him win. What they should do, though, is have AJ Styles win. I would be fine with that. AJ's great, and he needs a big win. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. They need to have KO win. Seth's had championship wins now. KO can win a big... They should have KO win a big match. Goodness gracious, how many matches are there to this thing? Okay, that, this is what it says, but it's not happening. The Miz and John Morrison versus New Day versus the Usos. Um, it doesn't sound like the Miz are participating. And it doesn't sound like the New Day's. I don't know, I hear conflicting reports. So I just think they should have like Miz and Morrison keep the belts. I don't think this match is going to happen either. The Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Andrade's hurt. So, I don't... Street Profits should win anyway. So, Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. I think Alistair Black should win because he she's new. He needs a big win. Elias versus King Corbin. I think... I don't care. This match doesn't do anything for me. Give it to Elias. Edge versus Randy Orton. Last man standing. 
gotta give them you gotta give the win to ads don't you think retribution uh <clears throat> excuse me um Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I wouldn't say Sami Zayn. He needs a big win. Daniel's been the championship. Um, he needs the big. He needs a big win, and that's that's it. So that's the card. Um, I was supposed to go, me and my boy, but my best friend Matt Willows was supposed to go. Shout out to. Matt Waldo, um, we were supposed to go, but COVID-19 moon dead, and I was going to meet Hogan, and I'm not going to lie, I was upset, I was sad, but I've been reflecting on this a lot the last week. There's been so many people who have missed out on so many things because of this thing. People losing their jobs, family members losing loved ones. Um, look, there will be other WrestleManias. I'll probably have other chances to meet Hulk Hogan. I just had a great vacation with my family to Aruba. I have nothing to be sad about. It sucks that I'm not going, but life happens and... There's bigger things in life right now, so, um, um so, I want to talk about some WrestleMania stories now, and, um, when I was a kid, me and sisters were kids, when, shout out to my sister, Caitlin Dobson, me, Caitlin, well, shout out to my late great dad, he, um, got me into wrestling, Got me into Hulk Hogan. Got me into everything. And, um... Uh... That's how I became a wrestling fan. I was a Hulkamaniac for life. And, um... Shout out to my mom. Shout out to Gary for letting me have all my friends over. Um... So, WrestleMania stories. So, my dad... We would have... All kinds of WrestleMania parties at my dad's, and we would invite a bunch of people, and um, <coughs> and um, he would cook a, a bunch of food. Uh, we would have a hoot. This one time, um, David Bass for WrestleMania, he came over. This is a shout out to David Bay. Who is also on the highly touted, highly provocative Bad Medicine podcast. It's a really good podcast. Really hilarious. Um, so. I wanted to try a new wrestling move. And he's like, so. And he's like, put a new wrestling move on me. So I'm like, have you ever heard of the Brazilian body scissors before, David? He's like, yeah. So I got him in the move, I locked it in, I shinched it in, and he was in so much pain he, and agony that he tapped out in 10 seconds. I'm not making that, making that up. Well, I am a little bit, but just so many great memories, and now my mom and Gary are so awesome. 
so great about having me, letting me have my friends over. Um, so many great memories. Uh, Wardle kicking that chair after the Rock beat John Cena. Um, all kinds of just wonderful memories. And uh, to be honest with you, it's just, it's fun. One year, uh, one year, I went to WrestleMania in 2016. Um, and, um, so, I went with my uncle, with my friend, Bolo, and my buddy Jeff, and, um, so, the Sunday morning before Mania, me and Jeff were going to meet up for once and I got sidetracked. I got completely I lost where I was. And you know how some hotels not, are not always connected. There's like a front in the back or whatever. Well I accidentally got lost and me and Jeff were gonna meet for once so I went into this hotel. Um I couldn't find him and I'm like this is a different hotel. Well I'm sitting there eating and I'm look like, this is not familiar. Turns out I had lunch at the wrong hotel. I was at the wrong hotel. So that was kind of embarrassing. Um, so. So I. Um, soon as I realized that, I headed back to the other hotel. And. Um, and uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, I got back and Jeff was laughing. And the atmosphere was just so fun. We walked from our hotel to WrestleMania because it was like a 45 minute walk. And we were walking, we were wearing wrestling clothes. Everybody was like honking because they were probably going too. And it was such a fun atmosphere. I can't wait to do it in Romania. Um, great times. Um, my friend Caitlin Cleveland friend of the podcast Caitlin thank you for all you do you're on the front line working on this coronavirus stuff and um, what you do is amazing thank you she wanted me to talk about being a Lakers fan so my dad was always a Lakers fan back to World the World Chamberlain days and um the uh, Elgin Baylor days and throughout Fast Break and Magic Johnson Cream. Um so I on the other hand growing up was a huge Michael Jordan fan. So I was a Bose fan. And um so the last year I remember being the year that the NBA locked out and the Bulls basically traded away everybody. They, Phil Jackson retired. I remember watching the first Bulls game. I was a lockout and thinking, yeah, this ain't going to happen anymore. I'm not cheering for this team anymore. So the year after that, Phil Jackson went to LA. So I'm like, okay, I'm a Lakers fan now and I have been one ever since. And let me tell you, there were some awesome times you know, my favorite football team is the Vikings, so obviously I don't, I haven't seen too many professional championships in my day, but 
live vicariously through the Lakers and how we go. Um, Kobe just knocking down big shots, Shaq dominating. Uh, good times. We've been bad for a long time now, and now we're finally good again. LeBron has just been a beast this year. Uh, Anthony Davis is amazing, and hopefully we get some NBA playback because it would be cool, cool to play the Clippers in the WCF and the Bucks in the NBA Finals because the Bucks are good, are amazing, good this year. In fact, the Bucks are my pick to win it all. Um, friend of the podcast, Tyler Lombard, wanted me to talk about Space Force. And hey, and I said I knew I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole of politics too much, but I looked it up, and if it's something that's going to help us, good. If it's going to come combat other stuff, good. Um, I'm in full agreement with it. If in a year and a half, two years, we don't need it, get rid of it. If it's just using up money. That's my thought process. Music. My favorite bands. Um, love the Eagles. I love 38 Special, Leonard Skinner, Motley Crue, um, Poison I like. Um, I was never a big fan of Kiss because I'm not a fan of Paul Stanley personally. And Gene Simmons. I think they're both very greedy. And I, I don't think Paul Stanley could sing. I, I think they rip off their fans. And that's just my opinion. I could be. I'm probably wrong. But to me. I mean. They got so much money. So much money. And the. The, the prices they charge their fans. Is just. Mind-boggling, and um, just not a fan. Good music, but I'm not a fan of them personally, and I'll never be a fan of those two personally. Gene Simmons, I'm kind of okay with, but Paul Stanley, I'm sorry, I'm not a big fan of you or your chest drug. Um, save your chest. Do us all a favor and save your chest. Nobody at 69 years old needs to have an inflated chest rug like that. But there's a band I do love, and they're called Eskimo, and they're a local cover band in Wisconsin. They're all good friends of mine. Special shout out to Eric Grassack, Joey Nemeth, Kevin Schabo, Tim Murray, and Adam freaking Cross. I mean, I work with a guy. Special shout out to Steve Rooney, his cousin. Special shout out to Susie, his wife, I should say. Special special shout out to Susie Susie Rassack Rooney, as she goes by on Facebook. Um, she um, they I was I was a big half empty fan at first. Special shout out to Rocky Erickson. Jason Lambie, Brian Van Aston. Rob, um, I don't want to mention his name, the other guy's name. Uh, Tim. I can't remember his last name. Um, 
but those other guys I knew no 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 um so Steve awoke one day it's like you need you you should come see us to see ask your mother sometime and I'm like yeah I'll go with you guys and went to the first few gigs and I loved them and my dad got sick and he passed away in 2015 and so I kind of hit a dark period I was drinking a lot and you would never see me sober in bars I was always drunk and um but that band and I would keep going and going and going and I became friends with all of them and that band got me through well it was my mom and stepdad and my sister Caitlin and my friends, but that band was also a catalyst of getting me through that. And now I've kind of, I made a cool evolution from being a sober guy now, to being a drunk guy who's always drunk, to being a guy who doesn't drink anymore. But the one, but I still see that band, and they're just such good friends. And anyways, they play a bunch of 90s. They play rock, they play everything, and they've just been... A catalyst for me. Love them guys all. Uh, all good friends of mine. It gives me rides to souls. Um, so. I do got to tell a story, story. So. um, They played Jump Around by. House of Pain. So. So before they go into the song, Eric goes, Are you all Badger fans? Who's all Badger fans? And then Joey Goat would say, If you're a Badger fan, I say eat shit. And we gotta say, Frick, frick, frick you to him. Well, we don't say frick, but you know what I mean. So I was walking the other day and I played Jump Around on YouTube. And I was, I found an AYM version that had Joey talk, Joey in it. And I got lost, and he was doing eat shit, and I was doing a f you back, and it was like a lady across the street. It was so so totally embarrassing. I don't even know if she looked because I made so I didn't look. But thank you guys. Um, Eric's battling something right now. He's a good friend. I love him all, and. But anyways, so those are basically all my favorite bands. Um, I just, I know I'm going to get heat for my thoughts on Kiss and Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Again, I, I'm not saying it's bad music. I would jam out to their songs on the radio. It's just that I don't care for the, the two guys personally. More, more so Paul than Gene. I'm just not a Paul Stanley fan. He can't sing anymore, from what I heard, and he's just so sounds so freaking annoying. Um, favorite verses or songs? I have a few. Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. The voice of, you know that I've seen too many romantic dreams up in lights. Falling off the silver screen My heart's like an open book 
for hold of it. Sometimes nothing keeps me together at the seams. To me, I can relate to that, you know, because I'm an emotional person. Um, and I'm very, very outgoing with my thoughts. And so, I feel like my heart's an open book. That's why I started this podcast, because I have a lot of things I want to get out. And I love having a, uh, having like an app. Uh, Having an avenue like this to stream my consciousness. Um, and it's good to have you all my verbal yoke. Um, but another one of my favorite voices is you can, from the Hotel California song by the Eagles, you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Love that song, love that voice. Um, Foo Fighters, times like these. It's times like these you long to love again. Especially what's going on these days with CV-19, COVID-19, all of it. And it's times like these, you learn to love. We all need to love each other right now. This is some badass times and um, we got to uh, we gotta keep keeping on and by doing that, show love to each other. Um. That's gonna. That's what's gonna get us through this. Is love, laugh, laughter, and just being friendly to each other. Um, that's what's gonna get us through this awkward time we are living in right now. I mean, no, we haven't been through any anything like this. I mean, we just got to keep on keeping on. And. Another one of my favorite voices is Hold On Loosely. Your baby will need someone to believe in and a whole lot of space to breathe in. And this is gonna go right into my next topic, which is dating advice. And some of you may say, oh, it's not like you've been in a lot of relationships before. What would you say? How could you give dating advice? Well, I could give dating dating advice on what not to do so I had I had one girlfriend in my life and I'm not gonna call I out of respect for her I'm not gonna say her name but Danny she was a super girl and um we just hit it off right away and things started and things just went too fast and I think things went so fast we didn't give each other enough time to um I just fell in love with her automatically and without, I guess I, I, I don't want to say out of desperation because that kind of sounds bad, but I was 26 at the time and I was sick of being single and, um, and, um, she, um, we, uh, we went too fast and, um, I fell so fast in love that we weren't able to tell, to figure out the depth, the differences we had. I mean, and we had a lot of things and different things, and um, it just didn't work. And at the end of the relationship, she was like, "We need to talk," and I wasn't hearing it because I was still in love with her. 
And uh, she's like, well, so we agreed on going to talk to her house. And then she talked to me and said, hey, I just don't think it's going to work. And um, honestly, I was mad at her then. But at the same, but looking back at it now, I don't blame her. Um, I was constantly texting her. I didn't give her space to breathe. I wasn't an asshole. I wasn't a joke. Never touched her, but I did not give her space. You know, I was not possessive, but people in relationships need space. And I gave her zero of that. And that's the one thing I learned for the next time that I'm in a relationship if I get the chance, is it's great to talk, it's great to text with them, but, you know, they need their own space, and that's something I'm going to do, and she's moved on, she's married, and she's a great girl, and she deserves the best, and um, if I see her in a ball, give her a hug and say hi, and the guy she's married to seems like a decent dude, otherwise she, she wouldn't be married to him. So, you know, congratulations and and good luck to them both. Um, but why I say that is it just leads into the verse of the song. Your baby needs someone to believe in and a whole lot of space to breathe in. And I was neither and I did neither. And that's why it didn't work out. And um, I tried to get her back a couple of times. For a couple of years and it just wasn't happening and I'm kind of happy for her that it didn't happen because shit kind of hit the fan with me and my drinking and um and uh even when we were dating I was drinking starting to drink too much um but if we would have stayed together and I with the way my drinking kind of escalated um I, I would have drug her down with me and and I'm happy that she broke up with me when she did because otherwise she would have been it wouldn't have been good and um but I thank her for those six months we dated it was a learning experience and she's a super girl and she deserves the best and I hope she gets the best and our family, super great people. Uh, I I was just talking to one of her cousins the other day, Ashley Miller. Shout out to Ashley Miller, friend of the podcast. Um. So yeah, those those are my favorite voices. Um, a couple more topics, then I'll let you guys go. Um. Oh. Friend of the podcast, um, Amanda Joel. Do I get nervous? No, I don't. I really don't. Um, simply because I'm talking to mainly most of my friends on here. Um, and I imagine each podcast says nobody's going to listen. So that helps me not get nervous. I know people are going to listen, but... 
my good friend David Bay, shout out to David Bay, friend of the podcast. Um, he, uh, when he started with the Bad Medicine podcast, that was already a podcast, I think like six or seven months before he joined. He said he's got a lot of things he needs to say, a lot of things. And me too, there's a lot of things I like to talk about, and each week is going to be different things to talk about and um but so no I don't get nervous this is therapeutic for this is cathartic for me I love talking about this stuff and um talking about life and um yeah um fitness goals so for those of you who don't even know me I I've dealt with obesity for my for a long time, it's 285, I um, I got down to 225, I got to Aruba, I left Aruba, got home I was 236, by Tuesday I was 233, and now I'm like 229, so, getting better, but, um, my goal by the end of the week is to get down to like 224, 225-ish. My goal for the summer is 210. My goal for late summer is 200. And then people say, what, what, what's your goal? What's your long-term goal? It's mine is to get to 200. And then when I get to 200, doing a lot of stay, stay, stay in there. Um, <coughs> staying active. This fitness workout, this this new fitness, uh, this new um, workout journey, fitness journey, it's a lifetime, it's a life thing now. Um, so I get down to 210, and then I, ooh, I hit 210, and I go ahead and reinvigorate the same habits that got me to 285. That would be a mess, so... No, my goal, my goal is to get to 200 by the end of the summer, and then maybe after that, start to sculpt, maybe get an ab or two by the end of the year. Am I shooting for a six-pack? No. Actually, yeah. Well, not no, but it, it would take a while yet, so. But I'm walking towards it every day. A lot of people met a lot of friends through this journey, and honestly, it's been amazing. It's just been a great avenue for me to start feeling better. And in fact, when I get done talking to y'all, I'm gonna hop in the treadmill. And and today, and then because it's crappy out today, I'm probably gonna hop in the treadmill again tonight. And, um, yeah, life is great. Um, next week's show, I'm going to talk about my books that I'm reading right now. I like to read books. And I'm also going to talk about the TV shows I used to watch when I was a kid and crushes from those days. So that'll be worth listening to. Um, I think I'm going to wrap it up for today, though. Um. Thank you all for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy it. Y'all have a good day now.